0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Welcome to the show. I wonder what Joe Biden's note card says this morning. You know, things that he's supposed to say. Like you did yesterday, it said something like uh, "You enter the room. You enter your seat. Make sure to enter your seat." It said on the card. I said uh, I think it also said "Don't make a poopy." Whatever you do, don't make a poopy. And at the very end of the note card, it said, "Get up! It's Jello time." I think that's what it said yesterday on the card. Today, I just think it says, "Oh crap!" I think that's pretty much it. In case you haven't heard, the Supreme Court of the United States has overturned Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade was never a constitutional right. The right to have an abortion was never a constitutional right. Not at all. The right to keep and bear arms is. There you go. That's one of the big differences. For those of you who don't know, I am an adopted individual. I was adopted... And I found out about uh, three, four years ago that I was given up for adoption because my mother was sexually assaulted. I have always been pro-life because I was a fetus. And every one of us, even if you disagree with Roe v. Wade, this may be a surprise, but you went through the same gestational process as every human being ever born. So why can't some of us be born? Why could you be born when some of us couldn't be born? Years ago, and I never thought I'd see this day anytime soon, I said someday we will wake up from the nightmare that has been Roe v. Wade, and we will look back on this 49 years with regret and pain, and perhaps even say, my God, what have we done? That's not going to happen with the left in this country. That is not going to happen. There have already been uh, at least 40 attacks on (laughs) pregnancy crisis centers that do the unholy work of allowing young women who are confused, who are scared about the possibility of the trajectory of their lives with a baby they didn't expect to have. The left has taught women everywhere that the ultimate statement of your femininity... The ultimate thing you can do as a woman is to abort your child. Not to have your child, but to abort your child. And for 49 years, the left has been whipped into a frenzy over that choice. Abortion is not illegal today. States still allow for abortion to have... This will be a little more costly for uh, Republicans and uh, Democrat men in Congress who accidentally impregnate staffers or interns. They're going to have to pay for the uh, flight to go to another state and then pay for the procedure there. So you, you might want to know that there. I'm just saying. <laughs> this on the heels of... Uh, Conceal carry being allowed in New York. This on the heels of religious schools being able to receive students who get vouchers from the government because their schools, their public institutions have become indoctrination mills for Marxists. This on the heels of a ruling in North Carolina that allows for voter ID I'd say those are some pretty big victories for conservatism and and more so for humanity. And so with that, I'll play this for our Democrat listeners who are bummed out about it. It sucks to be you.
2: It sucks to be you. It sucks to be you but do dip down your poles are way down you look like a clown Joe Biden your I wouldn't play this
1: but you guys burn down a stuff
2: Suck is a tool Come on as a fool Body new doubt. you couldn't try harder to be Jimmy Carter you make him seem cool How about the gas prices um, prices I've seen you're the most obscene. Yeah, you're you're pretty bad. Nixon was a schmuck. Clinton liked a lie. LBJ was mean. You've been a DC fifty years long. On everything you have been wrong. It sucks to be you. Red states won't turn blue in twenty-two. This is for all the immigrants. We hold these truths to be self evident all men and women created by go you know the you know the thing. Nobody else could be this bad as President. You are quite sad, Biden. It sucks to be you. You have no clue. It sucks to be you. Yeah, baby,
1: but at all. So the Department of Homeland Security is warning. Now, this is very interesting because a couple weeks ago I mentioned a headline from the U.K. Daily Mail that said uh, that a uh, person who runs a uh, crisis pregnancy center said that this is another Kristallnacht. What is happening in the United States of America is another Kristallnacht. And I did uh, use that analogy when Democrats, uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, burned American cities to the tune of $2 billion, murdered 30 people, injured hundreds, perhaps thousands of police officers and others. And I use Kristallnacht as a uh, as a uh, an analogy there, night of burning glass or broken glass, I should say. It happened when uh, uh, when Adolf Hitler was uh, rising to power. It was uh, uh, brown shirts, uh, thugs, spreading fear, and it was uh, of course targeting a group of individuals being largely Jewish. DHS is warning Catholic churches and pregnancy centers to be prepared for a night of rage. The Department of Homeland Security is now warning Catholic churches, pro-life pregnancy centers to be prepared for the night of rage by pro-abortion terrorist groups if Roe v. Wade gets overturned by the Supreme Court, and it did. Lila Rose is a pro-life activist and president of Live Action, and this is the most coordinated and aggressive domestic terrorism in our nation today. Earlier this month, Catholic News Agency said the DHS was warning faith-based institutions they could be potential targets for violence if Roe is overturned. These targets could include public gatherings, faith-based institutions, schools, racial, ethnic, and religious minorities, government facilities, and personnel. By the way, your DHS, your ungodly corrupt DHS that created the D... uh, Well, the HHS created the uh, disinformation board, but your DHS which is a joke, initially when hints of Roe v. Wade being overturned came out, said that these attacks would come from both the right and the left. That was a lie. That was a blatant lie. It was a falsehood, and everybody knew it was a falsehood because people who go and pray the rosary across the street from abortion clinics or at church on Sundays or at church gatherings and pray the rosary for the unborn when the unborn are saved, they aren't going to go out and wreck the place like the left does. Talked to my buddy Doug the other night. He uh, is uh, lives in Pittsburgh, and he is a concealed carry uh, carrier, and he does security for his diocese. And in his diocese, they take turns. Members of the church who are trained to handle firearms have become security. Now it'll be a lot more easy to be secure in cities like New York because people will finally be able to defend themselves. I wonder how many people could have defended themselves from being murdered by uh, a stalker or an ex. I wonder if any of the children in Uvalde or in Buffalo could have been saved with a concealed carry permit holder in the store or in the school. This has been a gigantic week for individual liberty. This has been a gigantic week for life. And the left is going to rage, and they're going to hate, and they're going to attempt to destroy. And what I say to that is, no, you say no. You support those who support life. You get active in your diocese. And if anyone tries anything untoward or violent, you get in touch with authorities, or you be the person who stops it. Nonsense. We are not going to allow a violent temper tantrum to sweep our country like the Democrat Party and the mainstream media did in the summer of 2020. 63 million babies were killed because of Roe v. Wade. In addition to that, an all-out war, a genocide against not only the unborn, but a group of unborn still exists around the world. Those are people with perceived disabilities. Those are people with Down syndrome. That's why the Down syndrome test exists when you're pregnant. That's one of the first things they say. Well, we're going to do the Down syndrome test. Do you want to know? And my wife and I said no. They were like, why? Well, because we don't care. We'll have the baby if the baby has Down syndrome. I said, why are you asking? No answer. I said, it's because you want to give us the option to kill the baby before it's born. That discussion ended pretty quickly. It ended pretty quickly. I've got details on the uh, decision. I've got Nancy Pelosi, who is uh, gobsmacked this morning. This will make you laugh. It'll make you kind of smile. Nancy Pelosi kind of gobsmacked. Just kind of like at a loss for words today. And your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. Abortion is not illegal in the United States of America. But you may have to go to a state that allows it to have it done. Will this mean a reduction in the number of abortions in America? God, I hope so. I really, really do. 800-922-6680. You are listening to a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show.
0: the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's the wild Carson Show.
3: I, too, have always believed that we have a duty to protect the life of an unborn child.
2: Bye-bye, Rome. Bye-bye, travesty. Hello, victory. You're no longer a plot Jim Gossett. Bye-bye, Rome. Bye-bye, Rome. Time to turn out the lights Hello to new states' rights I'm so happy I could cry Bye-bye, Roe, bye-bye well, Goodbye forever Roe versus Wade Five justices We're not afraid Facing grave danger Showed bravery Now Roe v. Wade Yep is history Come on by bye, roll Take that, Planned Parenthood! Bye, bye, Supreme Court. You did good. Hey, liberal wing, nice try. Bye, bye, Roe. Bye, bye. For uh, for what? Actually, Roe, goodbye. it's Jim
1: Gossett with two S's and two T's. He uh, put that together for us this morning. By the way, the uh, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade five to four today. This is a historical day. And, and I wouldn't be so flippant about it, I guess. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. My, my uh, humor is in no way, shape, or form an attempt to draw from the incredible seriousness uh, with which I take this topic because, I don't know, I've been pretty much talking about it my entire broadcast career, and I've been pro-life as long as I could uh, possibly uh, I even have a thought about it, to be quite honest. And it's not necessarily because of my Catholic upbringing. My mom did make sure that I get the front pew in St. Pat's Church in an hour, uh, Iowa an hour early every Sunday. But my my belief that a baby should live through the womb exists not only you know because of my faith, but also because I was a fetus, that's it. And the day that you lose empathy for everyone but yourself is the day that you become a Democrat is the day that you become a leftist Democrat or, for that matter, a swamp-dwelling Republican. The day that you stop caring about other people because all you care about is yourself is the day that you become one of those people. The day that you become a Democrat is the day that you say, you know what, let's just go ahead and jack up fuel prices as high as we can because we have a green agenda. We haven't thought through anything about it, how it would impact people, but you know what, it doesn't bother me because I work in a a building made of uh, granite and marble. And I moved to Washington, D.C. to spend my entire life telling you how to live yours. And I drive in a big fleet of SUVs and you drive in a crappy electric car. And I survive the womb. And if you don't, well, that's just too bad for you. And I am protected by armed security. But you can't protect yourself. This is at least as epic as I ever thought a week could be in politics. And I said a couple of years ago that this tsunami was coming. And we saw it in 2020. And the Democrats did everything they can to throw an election to prevent the tsunami then. But this time, it's going to be unstoppable. This time... Nonsense jurisprudence, bad judgment falls eventually. It took how many years for concealed carry in New York? Over 100. And it took 49 to get here to say that an abortion is not guaranteed by the Constitution. It never has been. And the only way it could be is if there were an amendment to the Constitution. But that ain't happening. I'll read from this article in Politico today, which is a reliably left-wing publication. The bombshell decision is set to upend races across the country as governors, attorneys general, and other state and local leaders gain new powers to decide when abortion will be permitted. The Supreme Court on Friday revoked the constitutional right to ban to an abortion that has been in place for half a century, clearing the way for dozens of states to swiftly ban the procedure Missouri already has. The high court's vote to overturn nearly five days. ruling Decades of ruling upholds the right to end a pregnancy. One, the support of five of the, six, uh, the court's six conservative justices, while, of course, Chief Justice John Roberts and the court's three liberal justices overwhelmingly opposed the ruling. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision. This is according to Samuel Alito. This court cannot bring about the permanent resolution of a rancorous national controversy simply by dictating a settlement and telling the people to move on. As the draft previewed, Alito argued that history history, uh, demonstrates no tradition in the U.S. of a right to abortion, and the absence of such protections undermines the Supreme Court's conclusion 49 years ago that abortion rights were implicit in the constitutional right to privacy. Not so. It was a bad decision. Come up with a better one. Withdrawing a woman's right to choose whether to continue pregnancy does not mean that no choice is being made. It means that a majority of today's court has wretched this choice from women and given it to the states. This according to uh, Stephen Breyer. Women have relied on Roe and Casey in this way for 50 years. Many have never known anything else. When Roe and Casey disappear, the loss of power, control, and dignity will be immense. I can't believe anything that would cause more loss of power, control, and dignity than to have your body shredded limb from limb when you're in the womb. I don't want to be too graphic about it, but yeah. Yeah. Roberts staked out the middle position, arguing the court had no need to overrule Roe in its entirety and should have simply upheld Mississippi's 15-week limit. Well, no, that's no, no, that's parsing it. The right decision was made. It goes to the states. It was never a constitutional, constitutionally guaranteed. Tony, you'll be up next. I've got some really wonderful audio from a very disappointed Nancy Pelosi this morning, and your phone calls. This is a Friday edition of the Rob Carson Show. <laughs> It is the Rob Carson Show. It is a Friday. In case you haven't heard this morning, Roe v. Wade was overturned. The uh, The announcement was made official. The threats out in front of uh, Supreme Court justices' Holmes. The attempted assassination of Brett Kavanaugh resulted from that. AOC is stoking protests outside of the Supreme Court. Well, you stoke away. You stoke away. But I'm going to tell you, eh, we are not going to stand for another summer of 2020. There are too many people in this country who are too well-armed physically and intellectually to let that happen. And I'm only speaking from a defensive standpoint. Don't bring that S to my diocese. Don't bring that S to my neighborhood. You will get your S taken care of. There are a million ways to voice your opposition to this decision. One of them is, if you want an abortion, go to a state that it's legal. Otherwise, stand down. Here is Nancy Pelosi this morning. This is so glorious. I love it when she's this unhappy. It's not very hard to tell her, you know, aside from how she normally is when she's really unhappy. Because, you know, she's just an awful person. But here is Nancy Pelosi's opening line this morning.
4: There's no point in saying good morning because it certainly is not
1: one. Well, it certainly isn't for you and Margaret Sanger in hell. Uh, Yeah, Margaret Sanger in hell. She's just she probably even canceled her lunch with Stalin and and uh, and Adolf Hitler today because she's so upset about it.
4: This morning, the radical Supreme Court is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act uh, to overcome this extremism. Extremism and protect America. I
1: wonder if it's gonna be hard for her to sit today after getting kicked in the ass so hard. (laughs) Today
4: the Republican controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark extreme goal.
1: It's dark and extreme
4: of ripping away women's right to make
1: their own dis- reproductive health decisions. Well, I don't even know how this uh, ruling uh, uh, didn't uh, stand with uh, so many incredibly conversant and uh, well-spoken individuals behind it. Extreme
4: goal of ripping away women's woman's
1: right to make their own dis- reproductive health decisions. Um, I'll just say right now, I would like to hear from everybody on this kind of like to hear from women who've had abortions. I'd kind of like to hear from women who chose not to. Here's a number, 800-922-6680. Years ago, when I lived in Maryland, I used to have a group of very left-of-center friends, and I loved them very much. We broke bread for Thousands of nights we hung out together, and then I became a conservative talk show host, and they refused to have anything to do with me. In fact, one said, you're never invited to my house again. After like 15 years of friendship, it's pretty remarkable. And I remember a few years ago, and I never made the mistake of uh, trying to speak up during dinners with my very left of center friends, because it was pointless, because I'd get shouted down. Ultimately, I'd either have to leave the room or leave the dinner party. I don't know why I hung out with those people. I still do love them, but... I remember uh, it was. It was there was an edict. There was an edict made initially in probably the first few years of the friendship. That is that I have nothing to say about abortion because I am a man. But I would no. You have no right to say anything because you do not have a uterus. But I. Yeah, you have nothing to say about that. Well, now the left is so twisted up in itself. They don't even know what a woman is. Uh, they, they, they call women birthing persons, but they don't even call birthing persons women anymore. They just call birthing persons birthing persons. I guess you could be one of the 70 genders that they have came up with. And honestly, we're gonna let these people rule our lives. We're gonna let these people make the decisions that stand. Dear God in heaven, Let's go to Tony in Ellicott City. Hello there, Tony, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts.
5: Hi, it's not Tony. It's Tariq. They missed out.
1: Oh, Tariq. Day. I'm sorry about that, bro. How you doing, bud?
5: Hey, uh, I want to tell you, the leftists are against gun control because that's going to lead to bloodshed. But they're for abortion because that's going to lead to bloodshed.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Now, wait, where's the blood here?
1: <laughs> it 's on their hands, how about that no um, it, it, the the interesting thing is that uh, uh, concealed carry saves lives. They like to say it, it uh, doesn't i don 't know how they could be any more wrong about concealed carry and gun laws when you look at uh, the cities of the United states and and what the country is going through with regard to crime. I was thinking about this uh, about this last night and and it, it, this whole ruling on the concealed carry should have been fairly simple it 's fairly obvious. For instance, if you are um, going to be, uh, maybe in medieval times, attacked by a sword, don't you suppose your best defense would be a sword? Uh, don't you suppose if somebody attacked you with a knife, perhaps your, your best uh, uh, defense might be another weapon, perhaps a knife? But when it comes to a gun, uh, the best defense against someone with a gun or someone who is going to commit an act of violence by any of those means would be most probably one that is ready to be readily available and was created for that purpose. That being a gun. So yes, this decision I, should have been cut and dried years ago. It's very simple. Yeah, it's I, very simple. In, in the
5: past, when I have been attacked by people with swords, I have tried to use a plowshare
6: to
7: oh, yes. myself.
5: And that was I have the big thing. been successful. So I think I'm going to have to turn my plowshare <laughs> into a sword to, to right. defend myself over here. I, I
1: but, think you're right.
5: <laughs> uh, I have a right to self-defense. Yes, you do. And you might have friends uh, who are uh, left-wing people. I have friends with the name of uh, Mr. Glock and Mr. Remington and Mr. Colt and Mr. Koleshnikov.
1: Oh, nice.
5: They don't let me
1: down. As a matter of fact,
5: they make products which are very effective antibiotics.
1: Yes, yes.
5: They have a barrel, and things come out of the barrel, and... uh, There's very little
1: recidivism. No, there's very little. There's very little. All right, Tariq, I appreciate it, man. Uh, In in a country that does have the Second Amendment, that does allow for the Second Amendment, and it is a very clear-cut case, you have the right to keep and bear arms, you do. And I venture to say that if you say that doesn't mean weapons of war, I say, no, it means precisely weapons of war because the Second Amendment was created in case your government becomes overzealous and becomes an enemy of the state, like this one seems to have done. And in a country that allows the Second Amendment, it allows citizens to keep and bear arms for not only self-defense, but also uh, in case of uh, uh, war, in case uh, an invading army or enemies within come after you, you have the right to fight back. Why should that be taken away from an individual who is fighting another individual who may or may not have a weapon? It doesn't make any sense to, to deny that from anyone. I wonder how many people in New York City died on the subway, died during a holdup, died in a random act of violence because the person that they murdered didn't have a gun. Remember Bernie Gets? Does anybody remember Bernie Gets? Bernie Gets happened, what, 30 years ago in New York? Guy's on a subway, gets attacked, has a gun, shoots the guys who were going to kill him. That was controversial. All of this makes sense. Allowing a child to live through gestation the only only difference between a baby and you and me is this flashy little wall just this little fleshy wall here it's made of them there's a membrane there's some water and there's some amniotic fluid and then there's some muscle and some tissue and then boom you're outside and we've been able to discriminate against those people for their proximity and not their humanity mike in nottingham maryland hello there mike and welcome to the rob carson show your thoughts
5: Hi, Rob. Um, First of all, I'm very happy uh, with the Supreme Court decision, uh, and uh, I'd like to say I uh, uh, hope that it will save 50 million babies in the next 50 years. And uh, I'm so motivated by the decision that I'm uh, going to donate uh, part of my cost of living adjustment to National Right to Life, $50 a month uh, for life.
1: Very nice, my brother. I appreciate your call today. Really, really do. Let's go to Bob in Bob in Parkville. Hello there, Bob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What, what do you think, man? Good, good
8: afternoon. Yes, sir. I happen to be well in my 80s. Yes, sir. That Friday in 1973, when that decision came down, I remember where I was, because I was at Bill Lang's over in East Baltimore, a bar. We had been friends for years. I was having a beer. I was still drinking. I haven't had a drop of alcohol in 50 years. Wow. But when that decision came over to television, and I think it was Walter Cronkite, he, uh, he announced it, and Don looked at me, and I said, Bill, this can't happen. These unborn children are going to be murdered. Yeah. He said, that's what's going to happen. I said, uh, how can anyone can pro- proclaim they're a Christian and follow the uh, dictates of uh, Jesus Christ and say you're a Christian? He, yeah. <laughs> he's it. He is totally for the unborn and for the children that are born. That's not, that's not a package inside that woman's belly. That's, that's an unborn child. And that unborn child doesn't have any body, can't speak for himself or herself. So I want to applaud, after 49 years, these people that demonstrated every January in Washington, D.C., to no event the, the, uh, the, for the rights of the unborn finally finally su- succeeded. All
1: right. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. you know one thing? Real quick. Go ahead.
8: Okay. In Iceland, if a Down syndrome child is born, that Down syndrome child is always aborted. 40. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
8: That's exactly right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a. It's a genocide. There's, there's no doubt about it, Bob. There's been a genocide in this country, and this, the genocide considers world, worldwide, particularly against kids with Down syndrome. It is, it is an abject tragedy. It is a thing that separates us uh, from the animals. This, uh, you know, the. Uh, uh, we, we have to be better than this. We have to do better than this. We have to give everyone the opportunity. Now, as far as in uh, rape or incest, uh, if a woman is, is raped, as my biological mother was, uh, immediate medical attention, there are things that can prevent the uh, insemination of, from happening, and then we can focus on the healing. I... I never got to talk to my mother. I never got to talk to my biological mother. My mom was, uh, she adopted me, and she passed away last year. I think she would be elated, and she would be, I don't think she'd be dancing around. I think she would be praying. I think she would take a moment and stop and pray, and thank God this has finally happened. (sighs) Margaret Sanger was... uh, racist and a eugenist and the left is so willing to bed down with evil to uh, to uh, back their agenda that they were absolutely fine with for instance just a couple months ago in uh, washington dc outside of an abortion clinic a late-term abortion clinic a pro-life group walked up to a hazardous waste materials vehicle and said can we have one of those boxes And uh, the waste removal crew said, well, okay, and they explained why and all that, and they opened the box, and they found a box of babies, fetuses. Many of them would have survived outside of the womb. You tell me that hasn't happened millions of times. And that the mayor of Washington, D.C., and the D.C. Police Department wouldn't say, hold on, stop, we need a medical examiner in here to find out if these were children But that never happened. Today, we need to do a couple things. We need to reflect and we need to protect. That means our churches, that means our crisis pregnancy centers, while the left attempts this idiotic temper tantrum. We cannot let and we will not let another 2020 summer happen. Kathy, you hold on, you'll be next. More glorious, disappointed Nancy Pelosi on the other side of this. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Don't you just love institutional ads for life insurance? Well, this isn't one of them. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Fabric Life Insurance. I know your time is valuable, but Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies that can be customized to your family and you can be up and running in as little as 10 minutes. Fabric was built by parents for parents to make it easier to manage your family's finances. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. See your quote and then personalize it to fit your family's needs. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality choices like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. I would insert a cup of coffee comparison here, but thanks to the White House, it's far more expensive than a dollar a day. Protect your family's future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Fabric.com newsmax that's Fabric.com slash Newsmax. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantage Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions.
0: To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson
4: Show. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell and the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers. With Roe and their attempt to destroy. Now you can just
1: go to a state where it allows abortion. That's, that's all you got to do, really. Yeah, it's kind of like if uh, there's a outrageous, uh, uh, you know, uh, concealed carry restrictions in a state for me. I can go to a state that uh, has uh, more uh, liberal, a liberal, ha-ha, <laughs> carry rules.
4: I like New York now. Radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade.
1: to Crusade, she called it a crusade. That's fantastic.
4: Criminalize
1: health freedom oh it's, it's health freedom it's health freedom in the congress i i don't know if you knew this just real quick you know that i guess the what was it the uh, the fatality rate for uh, covid to the average person was about uh well about point whatever percent a uh, chance of uh of death when you're a baby uh, going through the abortion procedure pretty much about 100 percent.
4: be aware of this The republicans are plotting a nationwide abortion ban.
1: No, they're not. They aren't, actually. That's a gigantic lie. But what the Democrats will do is they will parlay this into whatever rage they can foment, and they will try to keep that going through November, and it won't work. Let's go to Kathy in Stevensville, Maryland. Hello, Kathy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Uh, What's going on?
9: Well, somehow I got to my 50s, and I didn't get pregnant. Now, I'm not a virgin, Okay. so let me state that. It is possible to get through life and not get pregnant. I do want to make another comment and then I want to follow up with a question. Okay. My other comment is let's give it to the left. If they want to say that men can have babies, I don't know why women are even bothering anymore. Let's give it to them. (laughs) The last question I have is how is it on earth that we can have a murder? If you cause a homicide of a woman and she is pregnant, you are being charged with murder for two people. Yes. How is that possible and yet abortion is not?
1: 100%. This is
9: coming from the racist. They're racist. <laughs>
1: yes 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 yeah that's never made any sense at all kathy that uh in a state that a woman could be killed carrying a child but a woman who's carrying the child could go in and have the baby killed if the woman is killed carrying the baby by somebody else that person will be charged with two counts of murder not one count of murder that's never made any sense that's always been a gigantic uh flaw um i guess it's the intent right human human life only has a value if somebody wants to have it right is that what they're saying kathy Correct.
9: Yes, I think that this would be something that should be really, really out there and discussed openly, loudly, because you cannot have two sides of the same coin, one side on both sides. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So that is a conflict right there. And yeah, well, is- you know, my, my
1: friend Chris Plant says that if liberals didn't have uh, double standards, they'd have no standards at all.
9: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly for that. That's exactly right. All right. One so, final thought. I go let ahead. Men have the kids. Let, let, let the men have the babies. Women that's right. give
1: it up. You guys be a birthing person. You can be a man and be pregnant. Real quick, let's go to Debbie on the Maryland Eastern Shore. Hello there, Debbie, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. You got about a minute. Go.
10: Hi, Rob. I just want to say I am so embarrassed for these ludicrous little girls who have no idea what women's rights really are, that are walking around in those costumes that made me sick to watch. And number two, the concealed carry thing, I think um, after um, Rittenhouse, things might not be as bad as they were two years ago.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I hear the sound of two million guns cocking. How about you?
10: Yes. I definitely
1: have a whole lot in my family. All right. Well, you know, we're just not, I'm just saying, we're not going to allow the summer of 2020 to happen again. Uh, This time, Americans are going to defend the country and not just sit back and wait for the government to do something about it. And they didn't do something about it. And they did that intentionally. And quite simply, the temper tantrum ends today. It starts today and it ends today. Debbie, I thank you for the phone call. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. This is a horrifying decision. Heartbroken Michelle Obama leads furious criticism of SCOTUS overturning Roe v. Wade as comedian. Comedian? Really? Mm. Amy Schumer blasts justices for following the intentions of slave-owning rapists who've been dead for hundreds of years. Um, Roe v. Wade happened in 1971. Thought you should know. Uh, Second hour right ahead, more of Nancy Pelosi's tears. I'm drinking them out of a coffee cup this morning. They're awesome. Oh, my God, they're so good. Don't even need any sugar. And also the Supreme Court gun ruling. Uh, Yeah, Democrats are getting curb stomped. Stick around.
0: slimball shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
1: and by the grace of god it is finally friday and what a good friday it is if you are an unborn baby yeah there you go what a good friday it is Roby Wade overturned Roby Wade overturned this morning we have been uh, talking about this for a long time the left is ready for its temper tantrum they are going to attempt to get violent we say no we say no not this summer not gonna happen. One of the dumbest things I've heard so far is Amy Schumer, who is a complete dolt, blasting the justices for following, quote, the intentions of slave-owning rapists who've been dead for years. My God, how ungodly stupid are you? I mean, how ungodly stupid are you? Roe v. Wade is not guaranteed, abortion not guaranteed by the Constitution. That's the crux of the argument. And Roe v. Wade happened 49 years ago. You dolt. Hey, let's hear some more Nancy Pelosi. She's kind of bummed out about it. Let's play the first uh, soundbite this morning when she cracked the mic. This is one that will bring a smile to your face. Here she is. There's
4: no point in saying good morning because it certainly is not one.
1: Now she'll have to go about getting the other 99 Dalmatian pelts for her coat.
4: This morning, the radical Supreme Court is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety.
1: Now, of course... uh, What did she just say? Now, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Here, listen to this.
4: Rights and endangering their health and safety.
1: Okay, hold on. This kind of sounds like what Congress is doing right now with the gun control. The Supreme Court is eviscerating
4: Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. Okay,
1: okay, so eviscerating their rights and endangering their health and safety. I'm thinking this uh, gun control bill does those. Does those because you see the... uh, The right to keep and bear arms is guaranteed by the Constitution, so this restriction by the Congress, which is ham-handed and harried and, of course, based on, uh, well, it will do nothing, with regard to what happened in uh, Uvalde, Texas, or in Buffalo, New York, at the grocery store, we'll have nothing to do with it. But it's a check mark. It's it's another uh, it's another wound. One of those uh, you know death by a thousand cuts that Democrats do over the years, so they can get rid of something that they hate, and they hate the Second Amendment. So let's whittle away at whittle away at it, whittle away at it. But it it does that endangers our health and safety, and it tramples on our rights. So it's cool when it comes to. The Second Amendment guaranteed by the Constitution, but it's not when it comes to saying that babies should be allowed to live when they're in the womb. Here's some more of Nancy Pelosi's caterwauling. This is her fear-mongering, talking about the other or repercussions that will happen because um, some states won't allow abortion, some will have more restrictions, and some won't.
4: They cannot be allowed to have a majority in the Congress to do that. But that's her Oh, she's gonna
1: make it about the election. Goal.
4: And if you read, and again we're all studying all this, but if you read what is in the very clear
1: I like to say read it and weep.
4: One of the justices had his own statement. It's about contraception in vitro fertilization. That's Man,
1: I wish your parents would have tried that. Family planning. Oh, they were good Catholics. You're not.
4: That is all what will spring from their decision that they made
1: uh-huh there you go yeah she's she's steaming man i just i love it i love 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 it let's go to uh, bill in elkton maryland bill welcome to the rob carson show what's on your thoughts on your mind
11: hey man uh, one thing i haven't heard spoken about about the uh, second a second amendment rolling yesterday was uh, reciprocal carry i live in maryland right on the pennsylvania and delaware borders yeah. And you can get a, a carry license in each state. It's, it's very difficult in Maryland. Yeah. Delaware and, and PA have been fairly easy. But as an out-of-state resident, I can't get a carry permit in those states. Now, if, if now I get one in Maryland uh, because I'm guaranteed the right to carry a gun outside of the home, are these states going to have to start reciprocating licenses? Uh, or at least opening up the ability for out-of-state residents to obtain a license in their
1: state. I will tell you what I, from what I can gather, is the shorter answer is no, not right now. Uh, certainly, certainly nothing will be done today in any of the states in question. Possibly not with New York, but, uh, uh, but right now everything is at a standstill and this will be uh, left up. I'm assuming since this is a North, this is a New York decision. Uh, I've heard that there are laws in place in states around the country that will be reevaluated, reassessed, restrictions placed, whatnot. They'll try all sorts of chicanery. But right now, you can pursue a uh, a concealed permit in your state by uh, using the Supreme Court decision. Uh, as yeah. your excuse, uh, in, rather than you know uh, coming up with all the things you need to, I see it's a threat of my life. What about a, the reason being you can you present a piece of the uh, the uh, the ruling by the Supreme Court and that be good enough? But as far as uh, any change in a state that is not uh, your state that has not uh, adjudicated this, uh, nothing changes right now. But right. I'm not an expert on it. I've got. To, I'll have to get an expert on it. I, I did stay up late try to get all of this, uh, you know, this learned. I don't know it all. But right now, everything is pretty much the same with regard to what uh, your your situation is. So changes will come. I think that there are a lot of things that need to be sorted out in the meantime. But don't go carrying your gun into a state no, no, that no, doesn't no. allow concealed carry.
11: And and one one last thing, um, when when I see Nancy Pelosi, I don't necessarily think of Creola Deville. I think more of a drunken Sylvester the cat, ooh
1: Sylvester the cat, I kind of like that
11: you know uh, how he's uh, with his uh, slurring speech impediments. <laughs>
1: Say, son, I couldn't be prouder of you. Oh, father, you embarrass me. Yeah, I know. I know. I was. I was raised on. Uh, on. Uh, the, yeah, she's kind of like Sylvester uh, Stallone, but or Sylvester Stallone, Sylvester the Cat, maybe a little like Sylvester Stallone, but a little bit like Sylvester he the Cat. A I little think,
11: hormone therapy, but. But I think he's smarter.
1: I think he's smarter. To be quite honest. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, dude. I. Pre- Who the hell did Sylvester Stallone come from? Dear God in heaven. Uh, here's a little bit more from uh, Nancy. Talking about a constitutional right to have an abortion, which never has existed.
4: Such a contradiction. Yesterday, they say the states <clears throat> cannot make laws governing the constitutional right to bear arms. Yeah,
1: that's the uh, Second Amendment to the Constitution.
4: And today, they're saying the exact reverse that the states can overturn. A constitutional
1: right? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to think. Which one of the... Uh, is it the uh, Fourth Amendment that uh, is for abortion? Is it the Fifth Amendment for abortion? 13th Amendment? No, it's not whatever. Uh, th- uh, th- oh, no. There is no uh, constitutional guarantee for an abortion. It's not in the Constitution. Not even mentioned. For
4: 50 years, a constitutional right. Nah, right? it never was. For a woman having... It was a, a ruling, not a right. Right to choose. Nah. The hypocrisy is raging.
1: <laughs> yes, it is in the Democrat okay. Party and the swamp. It rages. But the harm is endless. And here is what the Democrats, this is the money shot, people. Sorry for the analogy. Uh, This is the money shot. This is what it's all about, kids. This is what it's all about.
4: Slap in the face to women about using their own judgment to make their own decisions.
1: As long as that decision is abortion. Uh, Otherwise, no, that decision can't happen. Oh, it's a woman's right to choose abortion.
4: About their reproductive freedom. And again, it goes well. I always have said the termination of a pregnancy is just their opening act. It's just their front game. Now what are we going to do now? But because, but beyond it. Behind it, and for years, I have seen in this Congress opposition to any family planning, domestic.
1: No, 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 we're not talking about family planning like, you know, I'm thinking uh, next year we could have a child because, you know, we'll uh, have a new job and we'll be moving into the House and all. That's family planning. ...stick
9: or global.
4: When we have had those discussions and those debates and those votes on the floor of the House. This is deadly serious
1: yes it is and uh because this is deadly serious more babies will live
4: but we are not going to let this pass a woman's right to choose
1: abortion reproductive freedom freedom to have an abortion
4: is on the ballot in november Ah, we cannot allow them to take charge so that they can institute their goal (laughs) Which is to criminalize reproductive freedom.
1: There you go. Okay, criminalize. Did you notice she never said abortion in that entire... In the entire, uh, what, four sound bites that I used. She never said... A, I don't think she said abortion, did she? Which is to criminalize uh, reproductive freedom. There you go. Okay. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> it, it takes a while to... Um to digest you know it it, we've waited so long for this that you have this kind of momentary i guess this 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 moment you you go wow this is real and and for me this has been a long time coming for the left this has been a long time feared and uh i just this is a Of all of the decisions that I remember the Supreme Court making in my life, this will be a date that I never forget. This will be a morning that I... Woke up that I will never forget. I remember where they were when they passed uh, Obamacare against the will of the American people. I remember I was uh, on the way to uh, dinner with my wife, and I, I sat in my car, and I listened to the radio as it happened. That was probably 10, 12 years ago. And, uh, and then there have been other sundry uh, Supreme Court decisions. Uh, this, this one will, rem- will stay with me forever. Uh, your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. Uh, the Senate, of course, passed a, a gun control uh, a package, and the uh, the Supreme Court says that you can conceal carry in states that have restricted it dramatically, only if you are in power, only if you are connected, only if you are a celebrity or extremely wealthy have you been able to have guns. You They have used gun laws to punish people, particularly conservatives, in places like New York for decades. That appears to be uh, nigh their days are over of doing that we have some audio from from uh, uh tulsi gabberg among others about her struggles to get a concealed carry and how the only way she was able to protect herself was to become a member of the protected class which just happens to be a member of congress 800 922 this is the rob carson show
0: His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn worse after he's missed today. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson show.
1: I think it's kind of funny that the uh, the Democrat party is absolutely cool with you having to move to another state to protect yourself with a f- legally owned firearm. But they are bothered by the possibility that someone would have to visit another state to have an abortion. It's kind of weird that way. They are all down with states' rights in some cases, but not with others. So uh, if I want to be, say for instance, uh, last week I wanted to get concealed carry in New York because I'm a media figure and I'm under threat of violence from someone else, presumably that person could have a gun. So I'm thinking your best uh, mode of defense in any, with any weapon, when the gun is guaranteed by the Constitution, then the gun should should be your mode of defense should you choose to use it in your home and outside your home. You can outside your home in places like New York. But the Democrat Party is absolutely fine with the inconvenience, uh, the life-changing of you having to uproot yourself to protect yourself and move to another state where concealed carry restrictions are not as severe because they give them a, a no chance. Like for instance, John Stossel. If you didn't hear him yesterday, John Stossel's uh, struggles to get a concealed carry permit in New York City under threat, under legitimate threat, and the left is perfectly fine with him having to leave to save himself. But they're bothered by having to have an abortion in a state that is abortion friendly, rather than all states being abortion friendly. It's really it's it's another example of ungodly uh, ungodly. Um, Double standard, Uh, absolute double standard amid uh, leftist uproar over the gun ruling. Democrat strategist describes the Supreme Court as mass shooters. This is the kind of uh, nonsense, caterwauling violence. This is the kind of stuff that uh, borderlines uh, illegality when you uh, whip the masses into a frenzy to foment violence, as the left does always, as many Democrat politicians have done, like uh, Chuck Schumer. Self-described Democrat strategist and consultant Adam Park issued a tweet on Thursday in which he apparently described some members of the Supreme Court as mass shooters. Sometimes mass shooters wear robes and don't have a gun. This is uh, nonsense, inflammatory BS. Quote, because the state of New York issues public carry licenses only when an applicant demonstrates a special need for self-defense, we conclude that the state's licensing regimen violates the Constitution. That, according to Justice Clarence Thomas. The nine-member high board was divided six to three on the decision... Of course, uh, uh, John Roberts voted against it. Um, uh, Brett Kavanaugh voted for it. Amy Coney Barrett, uh, uh, Neil Gorsuch, uh, Clarence Thomas, as I mentioned, all voted for it. Um, oh, I guess I guess Roberts did. Roberts did. It says six to three here. I saw five to four on another <clears throat> story. Kind of bizarre. Kind of bizarre. Uh, somebody tweeted a response. I've seen. We've. Uh, I see we've made the leap to accusing Supreme Court justices as murderers. Yeah. As a general rule, I don't ever say that people who haven't ever mass shot are mass shooters, someone else tweeted. You should be ashamed of yourself for saying something like this. Did you actually read the whole column, narrow and scope, be an adult, and do your research? Another one is New York Governor Kathy Hochul, a Democrat. Well, she called the decision both reckless and reprehensible. I'll get to her in a second. Here is here is one of the reasons why uh, New York is now going to allow concealed carry. This is John Stossel. John Stossel, you know John Stossel. He's been around forever. He's doing a great job as an investigative reporter. And he has been threatened with his life on numerous occasions by radical bat cra- crazy people, presumably politics dry- this but here he is talking about his try his try for decades to get a concealed carry permit and failing
6: because I once tried to get a carry permit in my town they didn't make it easy this is 50 pages the form says I must promise I know the definition of other weapons like metal knuckle
1: knife a kung-fu star I don't want a kung-fu how about you have to go in to get an abortion and you have to go through this process how about this star i just want a gun for safety why do i need to know about the care and feeding of a baby when i'm gonna abort the why do i need to go through all this it took a- they have a problem with seeing a freaking ultrasound
6: hours just to fill out the forms then you have to go in person to police headquarters
1: hey you don't have to go to another location after you to go to planned Parenthood. it's a one-stop shop for all your abortion needs
6: here, they fingerprinted me, asked me to give reasons why I should
1: be... I don't think you have to do that to get an abortion. And if Nancy Pelosi says an abortion is guaranteed by the Constitution and uh, and uh, gun ownership is also guaranteed by the, First, uh, the Second Amendment, then shouldn't you have to have to go through all this to get an abortion? Allowed to have a gun. And they
6: charged me a $430 application fee.
1: That would be a poll tax, except for it's a different amendment.
6: Half a year later, they told me,
1: no. You
6: may not have a carry permit. They said I could try again if I could prove a special need for a gun.
1: Ah, special need, which, of course, when it's uh, dealing with people who are political, that special need is you have to agree with us. And I
6: tried that. I showed them threats on my life. Not good enough, they said later.
1: Yeah, and then also there's the whole uh, racket that has become concealed carry in places like New York. Other people got permits. Big celebrities got them. So did the politically connected.
6: Friends of the ruling class, that's who gets it. Everyone Isn't that the case with everything today? What else? You're out of luck. I wasn't famous enough, but I probably would have gotten a permit if I had bribed the cops in the permit department. Oh, welcome to, uh, yeah, third world America. Turned out they were taking...
12: ...lavish gifts in exchange for gun permits.
6: So were some politically connected lawyers like this man. And a man with police connections was caught offering cops as much as $6,000 to issue gun permits without doing background checks. In other places, a political contribution. Got people permits.
1: Wow! Just wow.
6: Scams like that thrive whenever politicians pass too many laws.
1: Yeah, this is uh, exactly a carbon copy of banana republic style of uh, of leadership. You combine this with the uh, the leadership coming from the White House, which is very Venezuelan, very Cuban. I mean, this is uh, this is fantastic. This is not the country that uh, that was founded as founded. Fortunately, uh, we are turning a corner. This week is gigantic. Today is gigantic. Yesterday was gigantic. This week has been incredible, and more rulings are coming, which will take us back to our founding, uh, which made us the greatest engine of economic and individual freedom in the history of the world. Tulsi Gabbard on Concealed Carry. She's a Democrat, and Kathy Hochul blows her lid. Stick around. It is Rob Carson, Joe Friday edition, and uh, Newsmax host, also a nationally syndicated uh, uh, host. He's a radio host. He's a, ta- he's a talk show host. He is a uh, pundit. He is an expert on so many things. It's certainly more of an expert than I am with regard to the Second Amendment. Grant Stinchfield grows, uh, joins, joins us on the, uh, on the show this morning. Grant, I talked to you yesterday about coming on to talk about this uh, ruling with regard to concealed carry in New York. And then today, Roe v. Wade announcement. My God in heaven, Grant, have you ever seen a bigger day in your life? for Supreme Court precedents than this week.
13: You know, it's amazing, Rob. The last two days have been historic rulings. One, you talked about the gun ruling that basically the Supreme Court solidified our right to keep and bear arms outside of the home. And this was important that it happened. And then, of course, Roe v. Wade sending this issue back to the states where it belongs. You know, Alito said the original Roe v. Wade decision was on a collision course with the Constitution Well, it it met the Supreme Court, and and the collision now worked in in everyone who values life. And and make no mistake about this, Rob. The Trump effect of being able to appoint conservative judges to the Supreme Court had a huge role in this. Yes, And I no longer look at this court as the Roberts Court. I want everyone out there to know that this Supreme Court is the Thomas Court. Now, Justice Clarence Thomas may not have the title of Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. But this is his court. From everything I'm hearing, these justices, Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, the others, are looking to Clarence Thomas for leadership, for guidance, and and this is his court. You know, and Clarence Thomas was very um, smart about keeping some of these Second Amendment cases away from the court when it wasn't sure which way they would go. He was really protecting our rights by keeping them out of, out of the court, now when he knew he had had the votes in his favor that's when we're starting to see all of these decisions, and I think we're going to see this court making history <laughs> next year as well.
1: I just think it's uh, it is remarkable. It has the left quaking in their boots. It has uh, this caterwauling and this uh, nonsensical uh, screaming at the sky that's been going on from people like uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi this morning with her comments to uh, to other people now now literally uh, uh, threatening. Um, presumably, well, they're, they're they're targeting Catholic churches. They're they're targeting. Um, pregnancy uh, crisis centers. Um, Grant, I just feel like what we have to do first and foremost is reflect and second of all we have to be prepared to defend those who would be uh, who would be attacked by the left with regard to either of these decisions. What are your thoughts about what we as conservatives have to do today to defend what has been decided?
13: Well, it's all about engagement, right? I mean, we've got to make sure we keep our eye on the ball. One thing that this restored my faith in America, these two decisions, that the Constitution is real and that we have a Supreme Court that's willing to uphold the Constitution. But it also is a reminder to me that this is very fragile. You know, one presidency, one extra appointment to the Supreme Court, all these kinds of things could, could have gone away. Now, imagine... If Hillary Clinton would have beaten Donald Trump the first time around, we wouldn't be seeing this today. No, Uh, it would be a very different court. These things have consequences. We've got to understand that if we value freedom, we cannot stop fighting for it. We cannot stop being engaged. We cannot stop pushing conservative candidates at all levels of government. And uh, it just goes to show you how important the midterms are going to be. And, of course, 2020,
1: you think about all of the indignities that we've had to suffer by uh, the Democrat Party uh, over the decades, particularly the last year and a half. Everything from the uh, the withdrawal from Afghanistan to uh, to uh, telling us, telling Americans that they could not have an opinion. Uh, I thought that was very uh, one of the most egregious things could ever happen in this country. Is that the United States government could say that your opinion, that is guaranteed by the First Amendment, the most sacred amendment, second only to the Second Amendment, just because of numerical value, by the way, uh, but to tell us that we could not have a constitutionally protected opinion if it differs from the uh, the 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 line fed from the government. I think that's remarkable, and it, it to me it is a signal of the control that they've had over us and the control they wanted to exert over us. We're seeing the left getting curb stomped in ruling after ruling uh, in in, uh, election after election. Uh, Thus far it's been more about elections and now it is about uh, court rulings going in our direction. So not only public sentiment leading the way with elections now the courts are codifying this. We cannot begin to uh, state how important these decisions are in this movement in the country is with regard to taking it back to its founding principles of individual liberty and freedom go ahead
13: yeah and, and i would also say as as we think about those things still know that the stacks against uh the, the deck is still very much stacked against us when you talk about social media where most people get their news The left and the liberals still control those outlets. And so when you talk about the government controlling free speech, we've got social media outlets that are controlling free speech. They're controlling the conversation. Sure, there are other outlets trying to come up and and be part of the game. Uh, I do take away some hope, though. You know, I instantly tweeted out about this Roe v. Wade, a video I made on Instagram. and You can follow me on Stinchfield 1776 on both of those platforms. Love it. Um, I tweeted out a video on Twitter. You know, I only have ninety five thousand followers. I'm not like one of these million follower guys, you know. But I've I've got ninety five thousand followers. Yeah. I had basically had my legs chopped off over the last year. But do you know this video within an hour had almost twenty thousand views. I love it in an hour, which tells me is is something changing in Twitter with Elon Musk coming around and yeah. maybe maybe not being as silenced as much as we were. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Well, but I I, I, I do. I do, they still Grant. control many of these outlets. And when they control yeah. the information, they control a lot. And that's why we got to keep up with fight.
1: I know, but we are we are winning. And, I, and I'll and i tell you personally, I remember the day after the election in 2020, uh, the very next day, my Facebook page, which had several hundred thousand followers, uh, it, it disappeared. They made it go away the morning after the election before I could even do a post. Uh, and it's never come back. They've never got it. All my friends just think I disappeared. I got rid of my Facebook page, but it's gone. It's in the ether. Now, I started another Facebook page, and the and the reach has exploded and it started exploding when the Elon Musk, when it appeared likely that he was going to take over Twitter. So they appeared to have lightened off and then they started blocking me again. And then they started re- limiting my reach again. So I absolutely understand where you're coming from. But I do believe that uh, there's only, you know, Grant, for, for uh, decades and decades and decades the left has been able to rule with an iron fist populations like, uh, you know, the Soviet Union. Um, and uh, and the, the truth eventually got there. Uh, we uh, we We need a peaceful uh, information Berlin wall movement, and I think that's what we're going through. I had hoped that was going to happen on January the 6th, but it was infiltrated by 14 left leaning groups according to Newsmax, or Newsmax, Newsweek. Newsweek actually admitted it. I had hoped that we would see a peaceful Berlin Wall movement there against all of the indignities and uh, assaults to our liberty that have happened over the last decade in this country. But the, uh, the left was able to convert this into a Reichstag moment where they could go after their political opponents. I want to ask you about concealed carry because you I've got several firearms, uh, but I would consider you more of an expert on concealed carry. Um, What were the choices in New York if you wanted to conceal carry? I've used the example of John Stossel. He tried and he never could get a concealed carry. But what were your choices before today with regard to protecting yourself in a municipality like New York City as far as concealed carry?
13: You, you really didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, back in the day, I remember in the 70s, it was a who you know deal and you could get the, the mayor or the chief of police to sign off on a concealed carry license. Uh, then that changed, you know, as 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 times changed. It was virtually impossible for anybody to get a concealed carry license unless you could prove that you were carrying large sums of cash and you needed it for your business. Now, yeah. there's no provision in the Constitution that, that you have to give a reason about why you need to exercise your constitutional right. I mean, how offensive is that? Uh, I need a reason to speak publicly, or I need a reason to protect my right for illegal search and seizure, but only the Second Amendment would you have to go through these hoops to exercise it. And so this is why it was so fitting that Clarence Thomas was the one who wrote this opinion, because he's the one that originally called out early on that for some reason the Second Amendment was like a second-class right. Yes. And— and he really codified this now as a first-class right, and as he said in his decision, half of your – half of a society was off-limits in New York, meaning outside of your house. You could have a gun inside your house, thanks to the Supreme Court, but outside you couldn't. So now um, these laws are going to have to change in all these states, including California – where this idea of we may issue, that's what it's called, may, we may issue you a license if we feel that you need a need and and we're leaving it up to a government bureaucrat as opposed to shell issue, which is, hey, if you're a a legal possessor of a firearm, you're not a prohibited possessor, um, you you can own a firearm. Now, I would argue, Rob, Yes. That the Constitution is the only permit you need, which is why you see so many states like Texas going to constitutional carry where you don't need a permit. I I don't understand where you get off even asking me to, to go through training or ask for a license. That's up to me. It's my constitutional right. It shall not be infringed. I don't need to pass a government test in order to exercise my right. Yeah. but uh, we're not there
1: yet. No, we're not. There's a good deal of uh, hypocrisy. I was talking about this. Uh, can people who want to conceal carry for their own personal protection or the protection of others around them uh, literally have to move from a state to a state that is more friendly to uh, to conceal carry, whereas the Democrats have their panties in a bunch about someone having to go to another state to get an abortion. You know, it is, uh, it is really remarkable. And by the way, the abortion is not guaranteed by the Constitution. It's not in the uh, Bill of rights. It's not a right at all. Uh, and you've got this. And also, you know, uh, if you go to uh, go, there was a thing called the poll tax. I think you might, you don't remember it, but you read about it, Grant, because you're about my age. But there was a poll tax and and they used it to keep blacks away from the polls. And that was if, you know, if you want to come and vote, you got to pay a poll tax you, or you got to prove that, you know, you own property and things like that. That's what they've been doing to the uh, Second Amendment in this country in places like New York, where it's cost prohibitive to uh, uh, apply for a concealed carry permit. John Stossel had mentioned about $420 just to apply. And then you've got to go through all of these hoops, all of these. If you go into a Planned Parenthood to get an abortion, you don't have to fill out two days of paperwork and wait for two weeks or a year to get your abortion. It right. really is remarkable how they've kind of slapped the Second Amendment uh, in favor of, uh, of the left.
13: One of the things this ruling did, though, it's going to make it very difficult to outlaw things like the AR-15. Yeah. Uh, in previous rulings by, by the court. They've said guns in common use cannot be outlawed. Now, the AR-15 is the most common rifle in America. But Clarence Thomas also spelled out that the founding fathers' use of the term arms was because they knew there would be advancements in weapons. So they didn't say you're right to keep them and bear muskets. Yep. They said the right to keep them bear arms. And Clarence Thomas spells this out in his ruling that the founding fathers were very smart in knowing that there would be advancements in firearms and that those two should not be outlawed. So um, this ruling will have far-reaching effects b- beyond just the idea of carrying outside the home, but in other aspects of, uh, of all of this. Well.
1: I want to just get your thoughts on this, because my, my thoughts and I, I thought of this the last couple of weeks is when when uh, the left cries out, you don't need weapons of war with regard to the IR-15, I say uh, the Second Amendment actually... Is there for weapons of war? It's not about target practice. It's never been about turkey hunting. This has all been nonsense and falderall. The the at the time when the Declaration of Independence and the Constitutions were ratified, uh, th- there was a need to defend against a government that would uh, would lash out against you like the like the like the British government had, and the only choice were the citizenry to arm themselves against said government and throw off their their leadership. So uh, weapons of war have always been guaranteed. There is
13: no doubt in my mind that the founding fathers put the Second Amendment in place for the sole purpose that you just spelled out, yes. which is to defend themselves against tyranny. And so the musket was the weapon of war back then. Yeah. Uh, they needed muskets to defend themselves against muskets carried by, by the lobster backs, the Germans. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, the, by the by the British. Yeah. And, and so um, they needed those same same Type of weapons so you could have an equal fight. Um, I would argue that the AR-15 today is not an equal fight to what the United States government has. Uh, They have automatic weapons. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to get an automatic weapon in in America. You can do it, but it's highly, highly regulated. Um, So we're already at a disadvantage and I would also argue when they talk about weapons of war, I would never want to put our men and women in uniform uh, onto a battlefield with a modern AR-15 that I'm using that I have in my gun safe they would be at a huge disadvantage against any other army. So this idea that it's a weapons of war is silly. But to your point, Joe Biden loves to make this claim that they didn't allow you to have cannons back then. Well, they most absolutely did. You could have a cannon back then if you wanted He's been fact-checked on that numerous times, including by the Washington Post, surprisingly.
1: Very good. Well, Grant, we're running a little short on time. I greatly appreciate you joining me today, and uh, and your insight is incredibly valuable. People can find you. You're on Instagram. Where else are you on? It's Stinchfield1776. Yep, you
13: name it, just about everywhere. Truth Social, I'm loving. And uh, Twitter, Stinchfield1776. Uh, that's the handle. Go find me there. I'd love love to chat with
1: you. Guys. Great day, my friend. Great day for conservatism. Great day for un, the unborn, and great day for supporters of the Constitution. Have a glorious weekend, and we'll
13: talk again soon. Keep up the great work, Rob. You're doing a fabulous job.
1: All right, that is Grant Stitchfield. Let's take a break. You are listening Ooh. to The Rob Carson Show.
0: first year in office summed up in three words welcome back carter That's
13: not right it's not fair to us and
0: honestly it's not fair to the world it's the rob carson show
1: this is the awful governor of new york who is governor because the other governor was a criminal uh and uh, and she is talking about guns yesterday and
10: i'm sorry this dark day has come they were supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788, when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified, and I would like to point out to the Supreme Court, and,
1: and it and it did, it did it, and it allows everybody to keep and bear arms. Justices, that the only weapons at the time were muskets. Again, that that is a specious argument. It's a it is the uh, it is the argument of someone who is ignorant.
10: I'm prepared to go back to muskets. Well,
1: I, why don't you go back there with the muskets with your security, Dale? There, uh, detail there, Sunshine.
10: Don't think they envision the high-capacity assault weapon magazines intended for battlefields as being covered. But I guess we're just going to
1: have to disagree. No, you are absolutely wrong. They were absolutely weapons of war, 100% guaranteed by the Constitution because the reason why the Second Amendment exists is to defend against the government's weapons of war or an opposing government's weapons of war. It was never, ever About uh, turkey hunting and target practice. Five major cities on track to support surpass their 2021 homicide totals. The number spiked 25 percent in Milwaukee, 13 percent in D.C. and Atlanta. Okay, there you go. Uh, Law enforcement in Baltimore, Maryland, has reported 7, almost 8% more homicides. Los Angeles, uh, 7.3%. Also, assaults, also uh, carjackings. I wonder how many carjackings could be prevented if the person in the car just held up their gun and said, Yeah, you know what? You're not taking my car. Okay, everyone, take a second here. If you have a few IQ points to uh, spare, I'm going to play a video clip from The View. If you listen to the entire clip from Anna Navarro on The View, you will lose a couple of IQ points. This will only be a problem if you are a very, very poorly informed Democrat and if you are also driving some sort of motorized vehicle. If you are a Democrat, uh, a liberal Democrat, you might want to pull over just for your own safety because you might get dumber. Uh, as far as the rest of us, you'll be fine. You've got plenty to spare.
10: So what, to me, this decision is, is tone deaf. Yeah, To, to the re- the very uh, American... I don't know about
1: being tone deaf, but every time Whoopi Goldberg American talks, I wish I were actually deaf.
10: ...epidemic and reality we are living. We are in a state, where just...
1: We are in an epidemic of uh, criminals using illegally gotten guns to go after law-abiding citizens.
10: A month ago there was a mass shooting at a supermarket and
1: if somebody would have had a concealed carry they could have stopped it like that let's take a break you're listening to the rob carson show
0: rush limbaugh shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
1: And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday, and what an incredible Friday it is. What a good Friday it is for people who have always looked at Roe v. Wade as an atrocity. Uh, And and I'll just tell you also, I'm going to go ahead and call out the male portion of this uh, equation because uh, I have known in my life... Uh, and and not since I was in college, I, I had a friend in college who got pregnant, and the uh, man who was involved uh, got her pregnant, and did his level best to threaten her, uh, and his father also, you know, uh, threatened her, and and uh, not physically, but just said, you know, financial ruin, et cetera, if you make if you have my son's baby, and all of this nonsense. Well, guess what? That baby's like thirty five now. I I don't know him. I know of him. But there are a lot of irresponsible men who've been more than willing to step up to the plate and pay for the abortion. And, and to some degree, I think that there is a good deal of, uh, of pressuring women to have abortion by men, to be quite honest. And it's become this, uh, they, they've managed to, at least with some, to make an abortion seem more precious to a woman with regard to a decision than to having the child, which is the ultimate power, the only power. I mean, when you think about it all, the ability to have a child, that, that uh, pretty much uh, trumps everything I can come up with. But the left has made it into the only right, well, it's not a right, but the only thing worth fighting for, and that if a woman's right to choose is uh, restricted in any way, shape, or form, then it is a crime against humanity. And the world must burn. Here's AOC outside of uh, the Supreme Court this morning. The word of the day, by the way, is illegitimate. Now, I think it's kind of funny because uh, illegitimate has also been uh, uh, a a word used for pregnancies that were unplanned. Uh, Did you ever notice that? Yeah, I thought you should know. But uh, AOC and others are calling the Supreme Court illegitimate. I guess they want to abort it. Illegitimate! Illegitimate! Illegitimate. That's a pretty big deal for her because that's got five syllables. That is like four syllables more than she uses all the time. And there she's clapping. She's clapping like a little seal. Like art, art. This is a uh, Sansara Taylor. This morning on uh, on. Uh, oh, it's this is on Breitbart via Twitter.
12: All right. So I am out here in front of the Supreme Court right now, with this illegitimate court just overturned Roe v. Wade. Just took from women the legal protection to abortion rights across this country. No,
1: no, no. Not a, not across the country. You can go to abortion friendly states. So that's uh, that's not true.
12: There is only one word to describe the barbarity, the atrocity, the violation of women and justice that this represents, and it is illegitimate. This court is... So word of the
1: day is illegitimate, in case you didn't know.
12: Illegitimate. This ruling is illegitimate. This reversal of women's rights... And progress and well, the baby's
1: already been had, so you can't abort it. Uh, the Supreme Court had a had a ruling, baby, this morning.
12: Justice is illegitimate, <laughs> and the unleashed. Wow,
1: that's gonna piss some people
12: off. <laughs> of the state to hunt women down and treat their wombs like sites of. If we could have
1: just stopped this in the third trimester with uh, Clarence Thomas.
12: Violence, the shattering of lives that will come from forced motherhood. This is Ill- forced
1: motherhood. It's forced motherhood. No, you doofus. Uh, you can go to other states that are abortion friendly. Or you can just go, okay, maybe I should really seriously consider having the child.
12: Legitimate, and I am calling on everybody across this country. And
1: you can tell the guy who impregnated you and uh, uh, is going to pay for the abortion, and you know, he probably, maybe he's a Democrat in Congress, uh, that, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and keep the baby, just like Madonna did. Remember that that song uh, in the 80s that she did? W- I'm going to keep my baby. Ooh, yeah. Eyes
12: up in violent. Massive, sustained protest. Papa, don't
1: preach is what it was.
12: ...resistance starting now. Leave your job. Leave whatever you're doing. Flood the streets. Come to D.C. Stand up. hell up. Women's lives are being determined right now. They're in our hands.
1: Wow, this is uh, this is a little unhinged. Just like if it were a screen door. You'd open it and it would kind of lean and then just fall off. Just fall right there on the on the porch.
12: We need to fight and demand the restoration of legal abortion on demand. The Congress, the White House, whoever. It is. now you
1: lost there, Pookie. Um, you lost, uh, and this has been a long time coming. And you've done everything you can to stop it. And uh, and you know what? The truth came through. Uh, the the truth came out. The ruling was made, and it was found that uh, there was no constitutional guarantee for abortion in the uh, in 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 the Constitution. That's what I just said. Yeah, it's just the way it is. So anyway, you got to do. Instead of burning everything, which is what the left normally does, how about you uh, come up with a better argument? How about that? You come up with a better argument. You, you, uh, you, you come up with one that, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe meets the standards of humanity and jurisprudence. Something like that. I'm just saying. But no, what they'll do is they'll probably go out and they'll, they will uh, burn stuff and they'll try to loot stuff. But it ain't going to happen this time. We're not going to let uh, the summer of 2020 happen all over again. It's just not going to happen. Does not get, And listen, the curb stomping hasn't ended. You got the, the Second Amendment curb stopping yesterday. You got the uh, Roe v. Wade today. You got the other one. Uh, with regard to religious schools being able to take vouchers from parents who'd say that because public schools are teaching stupidity and uh, sexuality and CRT, that you can go to another school. And if it just happens to be an excellent school that is also a Catholic school, well, then because you're a taxpayer and you have a child, you should be able to use the money to go to a better school and not be sentenced to a public school, that sucks. Let's go to Barbara. Barbara, hello and a happy Friday to you, Barbara. Good to hear from you. What's going on?
14: I am ecstatic, and happy Friday to you. I was so <laughs> hoping to this day, and it came, it came. You know how much I worked for the campaign to protect women from this horrible, horrible 9 months abortions that are happening here in Maryland. So thank God that now more children will be saved. And possibly what we will be able to do in Maryland, after we turn this blue state red, we need to get rid of these Democrats. We need to get rid of them throughout the system. And, of course, my candidate is Dave Wallace, going after Dutch Rufusberger. Dave is so ready. He is so ready to get there and go to work. But I'm telling you, I'm ecstatic today, and because of the Second Amendment that has been, I say, confirmed, and I'm one of those concealed carry people anyway, but yes. now everybody can
1: be concealed carry. And might I add that you conceal it quite well. I didn't even notice that you were packing when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Barbara, I want to ask you this. You are a person of color. And uh, at least 20% of the black population has been exterminated before birth. Now, if you parlay, it's been, what, three generations or so that have happened since Roe v. Wade. So yeah. childbearing uh, women uh, at that age would probably have been boomers, maybe some late-stage um, A greatest generation, but boomers, then Generation X, then uh, then millennials, then Generation Z. So four generations of women uh, have passed. Uh, That means that the twenty percent of uh, African Americans who were aborted could have had children, and those children could have had children, and those children could have had children, which would have meant for all who uh, you know uh, lament that there is only ten or thirteen percent black uh, people in the. Country, the 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 politics of the Democrat Party and Margaret Sanger, we could have been a fifty percent uh, minority population. We could have been yeah. that, yeah. Barbara, a holocaust against people of color, among holocaust. others. You, your thoughts, your thought, and I want to hear your person. Who do you know? Because you know, I I know some people who've had abortions in inner city. Practi- practically everybody knows someone who's had an abortion. Yes. Yeah. What yes, have you, what, said, tell me your thoughts, said, please.
14: And I can tell you this. Um, uh, the, the people that I know who've had abortions have uh, run into this situation where they felt forced to have an abortion. Yes. And there's always that remorse about, there's remorse about it, whether they uh, uh, talk about it a lot or not. But that's something that kind of stays with you because that's a life. That is, that is a life. Yeah. And to me, the way I see it, If you're so willing to kill babies in the womb, it means nothing to just uh, shoot somebody in the street with an argument. I was listening to uh, Brandon Scott and the police commissioner here in Baltimore City talking about uh, it's just people making bad decisions and settling arguments instead of they're just shooting people, Uh, just bad decisions. No, it's not. It's more than that. This thing has gotten to the point where no one fears going to jail. They don't fear that they're going to have to pay a price for it. And now that with, uh, with abortion still, here in Maryland, up to nine months, Maryland is going to be one of those states where uh, the abortion clinics are going to be overflowing.
1: Yeah, and knowing the idiots in uh, in Maryland, they'll want to make it an abortion de- uh, a destination, uh, tourist yeah. destination like California, which is, I mean, it's it's almost like Hitler saying, "Hey, you know what? Come for the uh, come for the mountains, but stay for the uh, for the concentration camps." I mean, it really, and and I use that, I completely use that uh, intentionally because what we have experienced is sixty three million human lives snuffed out, and the only difference between those yeah. human beings is proximity. They exist behind a. Wall in a bag of, of uh, amniotic fluid, in a sack inside of a human, another human being. But it doesn't make them not a human being. Barbara, this is such a joyous day for life, and this is such a great uh, day for our Constitution and our country is founded. Although this country has been imperfect, these are ways that we move toward that uh, more perfect union. Barbara, I'm so glad that you called in and checked in today, Barbara.
14: Thank you, and thanks for taking my call. I feel so good about everything
5: today.
1: I think what we need to do as a a country is to reflect and to thank God for this. I really do, and I'm not a religious, I'm not a big religious person. I don't like to proselytize, but we need to stop, and we need to think of those who who died. And we need to thank God for it. Amen. Amen. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, let's go to, let's see here. Let's go to Paul and Romeo. Mich- no, no, no. Let's hold on. Let's hold on. Paul, you hold on. Gary, you hold on. I get to both of you guys. I don't want to shut you off here. We've got to take a break and come back. A little bit more on this. Uh, this is The Rob Carson Show.
0: It's an election year, and a whole lot of Democrats have electile dysfunction. That is simply not true. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: You know, the only thing that could be uh, better could make this day better knowing that babies... Uh more babies will survive the womb nationally, knowing that uh, people in New York will much more readily be able to get a concealed carry permit to save their own lives, protect their own families, not only in their homes, but also uh, when they're out and about where they could be threatened. But it also took uh, all the attention, what well, little attention, against the show trial. So I'm going to just play this. A little throat cleaner for you. There's no trial like a show trial. A palate cleanser. No trial
2: trial that I know I don't say anything about it everything about it is deceiving (laughs) the January 6th committee lies a bunch of crap that no one is believing Uh the tales they're weaving nobody buys there's no people but Joe's people who fall for this lame show Adam Schiff's a liar who's been caught before. (laughs) Kinzinger is a major bore. Liz Cheney won't be in the Congress anymore. Because this trial is for sure. This is Jim Gossett. Yes, this trial is for sure.
8: Oh, that
1: is from uh, Jim Gossett, two S's and two T's. I thought we needed a little uh, palate cleanser today, and isn't it glorious that uh, that show trial is doing a face plant almost as bad as CNN Plus? Absolutely amazing. Let's go to uh, Paul in Romeo, Michigan. Hello there, Paul. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up?
15: Um, hello, Rob. Um, so I wanted to talk about the abortion ruling Please. and how kind of stupid the dissenting opinion is okay yeah it's like 66 pages long and mentions nothing of the constitution (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have not had the chance to uh, uh, to digest the entire context or the entire text of the uh, ruling just because it happened right before I started the show this morning. But uh, but it is kind of funny, and also Nancy uh, Pelosi's comments this morning, she never said the word abortion either, Paul. It's kind of a metaphor, isn't it? Uh, abortion, Constitution, the two most important elements of this uh, supposed woman's right to choose, don't you suppose that either of of them should be discussed.
15: Yeah, those need to be discussed. Also um kind of a story my my brother he's he's adopted okay and he was almost aborted but since he was born in Kentucky and that state had um restrictions on abortion yeah and it was too late in the pregnancy so he was born my okay. family was looking to adopt. Right now I'm the only biological child in my family that remains so. And the left always likes to make this argument of what are you going to do with the babies when they're actually born? In reality, there's also a lot of families out there who are willing to adopt, and we were waiting for so many years to do that. I was nine when it happened.
1: Well, you, you're exactly right, Gary, and 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 the, even more insidious. And the left is very insidious about this. And and this this support of abortion through birth is so uh, supremely evil. It's it's even worse than I think you could imagine in countries like China or Russia. I'm not kidding. Uh, in states like Maryland, you can go up to nine months. Dear God in heaven, what what sort of animals are you? Um, but they're you know the, on the left also they'll say of uh, uh, I've even heard of black children. Uh, and if you ever go to some of the fostering and adoption sites like adopt us kids uh, a lot of the kids a good share of the kids are black kids and people will literally say uh that uh, you know nobody wants to adopt black kids so they're better off being killed in the womb that's real. That sentiment is out there, and that's why Margaret Sanger created uh, Planned Parenthood. And for the first time in 49 years, Margaret Sanger has been stopped from laughing from the pits of hell about her victory uh, with regard to the death of 20% of the black population and 63 million babies killed all in all. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to, uh, to Michelle I think we've got a little feedback here. Let's go to Michelle in Northwest Hi, Baltimore. Hello there, Michelle. Can you
10: hear, can you hear can me hear, okay? I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. So you've covered a lot of the points that I would have liked to make, but I think what I'd like to do is, just like we just celebrated Juneteenth, uh, I think today should be declared a national holiday. It should be national birthday for the unborn. That's pretty I good. Finally give them the opportunity to get born. You know, uh, which they would not have otherwise. I imagine that uh, Mr. Goliath, Goliath, someplace in heaven, is probably so happy that this was done and that uh, Kelmy Barrett came through for us and put it uh, Gorsuch and, and Kavanaugh, especially Kavanaugh. I mean, this yeah. shows, despite the uh, impending uh, outcome, what they were threatening, nevertheless, they did the right thing. That's, that's one point. The other point I would like to make is uh, sometimes I look at our money and I say to myself, why does it say, in God we trust? How come it hasn't been changed to, in government we trust? After all, God doesn't get government together everything? So I'm glad that it still says, in God we trust, and I suspect that one of the reasons that America has been so lucky, let's call it was quite lucky, compared to the other nations on the world stage. This a country that was founded, I think it was Mark Levin who had mentioned that when they had one of the original constitutional congresses, I think it was in Philadelphia, that they uh, couldn't quite agree on the terminology. And they wanted to put in uh, information about, uh, by our creator, etc. cetera, you know, the line that Joe Biden can't yes. remember. And, um, and since some of them were pantheists, some of them believe in God, and and so of the agnostics or whatever. I believe it was Ben Franklin who locked the door and said, nobody's going to leave here until each one of you prays to whatever God you believe in and we find this thing. And that's what he did. He locked the door. He signed it. And we have that uh, that particular uh, constitutional document.
1: And every other, and I might every, uh, every dictator, dictatorship, every, uh, every murderous regime in the history of the world has uh, gone that route. They get rid of guns, they get rid of faith, and they make government the God. Michelle, I appreciate it. And I love the idea of making this the national holiday, the national birthday for the unborn. And I think about the 63 million who never made it to their first birthday, their original birthday. Michelle, that's brilliant. I will never forget this day, the national birthday for the unborn for the first time in 49 years. God bless it. Let's come back in a second. I think it's kind of funny that the left in this country today for the first time in months maybe years is saying that women's rights are under assault because of roe v wade being repealed and these are the same people who just put someone on the supreme court who doesn't know what the bleep a woman is We've got idiots in Congress. We've got governors who call women menstruating people. They don't even call women women anymore. So what the hell? The The war on women has been going on for decades from the left. If you think that a war on women involves having to go to a state that allows the abortion to have your abortion, then I think you need to look at some of the other crap that's been going on with the elimination of women in this country, including allowing... People who are born as men to compete against women, take away their trophies, take away their scholarships, destroy Title IX, and then this other falder all in nonsense about erasing any gender lines. Dear God, you've been afraid to save women for months, perhaps years, and today it's all about women's rights. Are you daft? Don't you know men can have abortions too? This is a war against men. Yeah, men can get pregnant. So my friends who told me that I could never say anything about abortion because I'm a man, I could say, oh, yes, I can, because men can get pregnant. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and then we need to make abortion very rare in the states that it's legal. Because let's face it, kids, 98%, 99-plus percent of the time, abortion is birth control. That's it. Oops. Go get an abortion I'll pay for it. Give me a break. Here's our dear leader talking. Oh, he's asking for peace today. Even though no Democrat stepped forward during the summer of 2020, as billions of dollars of damage was done, as a police officer was murdered in St. Louis, as hundreds of police officers were injured, as thousands of civilians were injured, as thousands of businesses burned down, because of leftists today the dear leader is preaching for peace for the first time a democrat is saying don't go out and riot
3: i call on everyone no matter how deeply they care about this decision to keep all protests peaceful peaceful
1: what about mostly peaceful because i think if mostly peaceful mostly peaceful you can burn down everything that's what they said in the in the summer of 2020 peaceful
3: peaceful no intimidation Violence is never acceptable. Threats and, tim- and intimidation are not speech. We must stand against violence.
1: It's kind of weird because just like, like three weeks ago, the, uh, the Supreme Court justices, people started protesting out in front of the Supreme Court justices' homes, using profanity and threatening language and all of that. And uh, the Democrats didn't say a damn thing about it until this morning.
3: In any form, regardless of your
1: rationale. All right, well, you know why he's saying that. Uh, he's saying it to cover his ass in case a conservative member of Congress or the Supreme Court is assassinated by a leftist. And also, if the American people say of those who would attempt to burn America's cities down again, that we're not going to take it. And if you bring that S to my hood, you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. Gary in Kingsville's been on hold. Gary, I appreciate you holding my brother. What's going on?
3: very good brother i'll i'll try to make it worth uh, worth everybody's while here <laughs> yes sir yes sir. um first off you, based on what you just said if if the the neighbors of the supreme court justices had any testicular power about them at all They'd all pull a McCluskey in all their neighborhoods and stand out in their yards with their weapons and protect their neighborhoods and protect their neighbors. But that's oh
1: no 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 they they like for instance um, uh, Amy Coney Barrett she lives in Virginia but I think uh, uh, I think it's uh, Kavanaugh who lives in Maryland and uh, every one of the neighbors I will guarantee you every one of the neighbors of the conservative Supreme Court justices who live in Maryland are the enemies of the neighborhood.
3: I I understand I know I was dreaming. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I, I said if they had, if they, if they had any testicular power and any brains. Anyway, of course they don't. The, the reason for my call was about the other issue, which was the the Second Amendment issue. If I may add something here that that I haven't heard you discuss, please. Uh, when you were talking with Grant, and and that was this idea from Governor Hochul and others of her ilk, and you always say ilk when you don't like them. <laughs> yes. Um, that the Founding Fathers could not have foreseen weapons, like, for instance, the AR-15 being in the hands of civilians. Nothing could be further from the truth. Anybody who's done any reasonable research on, on militias and on, on, on the colonial period knows that th- that the, uh, they were not just out deer hunting and squirrel hunting. These people were out daily fighting savage Indians, fighting the French. They knew They knew all about the necessity of having arms to protect their homes and their farms and their families. And, and they, they quickly learned that a smoothbore gun, although when Matt when you were in mass formation, you could get off a lot of shots. you could probably get off three to shot, three to six shots yeah. in a minute with a smoothbore gun or carbine. Yeah, but they knew that a rifled weapon was a much more accurate weapon, and yes. many of them, many of them made their own. Oh, I guess they would have been ghost guns. I made. Oh yes, that. But, <laughs> yes. But it, the So a, a rifled weapon, uh, like a Kentucky long rifle or something like that, was much more accurate. But unfortunately, yeah. when you were in a battle type situation, you were lucky if you could get off one to three rounds. It was a more, exactly. it was a slower process to load yeah. them. So then we have this guy, and I, I, I think since you're a, intellectually interesting guy you might want to research the Ferguson ordnance rifle. Okay. The the British were introduced to this by the Americans in the Battle of Brandywine and the Ordnance Rifle was a breech loader. You didn't have to load from the barrel. Oh yeah. And you oh, yeah. you could get off up to seven rounds a minute of effective fire at three hundred yards. Wow. So this was not the this whole idea of rapid fire uh, is, is is not, and, and it was all, these were all privately owned. When they called up the militia, they didn't call up people and hand out weapons to them. They called up people and said, you have to provide your own weapons. Yes. And it, yes. the, the the responsibility to serve in the militia was there for everyone, whether they yes. owned a weapon or not. Yes. If they owned a weapon, they had to provide their own weapon and their own ammunition. If they didn't own a weapon, then one would be supplied to them. But they would have to pay for it from the proceeds of next year's crop. So this was this whole idea that, private citizens were not to have these weapons is an absolute absurdity that they did not foresee the need for advanced technology and rapid fire and accuracy is is totally ridiculous. Of course,
1: of course. Uh, I think the genius of the four founding fathers is that they could see forward so far into the future as opposed to us. I mean, some of the protections that they offered us are uh, simply quite stunning. And I did get a, a note from someone else. Uh, Marion had written me about the gun which, which you're talking about. Um uh, and uh, and I think this is interesting. You know, guns were created to kill. They weren't created to uh to uh, uh you know, target practice. They were created to kill others or animals, uh, presumably others first. Um but uh but that's what if you're going to defend yourself in a world of guns, you have to be able to defend yourself with guns. Otherwise it's a moot point. And uh,
3: why was the Colt, why was the Colt 45 called the peacemaker?
1: Because it's very much
3: it's a, a smaller person to defend themselves from a distance against someone that was an eminent threat to them.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate your thoughtful uh, um, uh, comments this morning, and thanks for holding on. Uh, this has been a, a wonderful conversation. I appreciate you joining me. Call the time. Okay, bud? Yes, sir. All right, let's go to... Let's see... Let's go to Aaron. I get the, yeah, Jer- Aaron in Jarrettsville, Maryland is on the phone. Hello there, Aaron. What's up?
16: Hey, Rob. So, President Trump warned us that the best is yet to come, and in the last 24 hours, yeah. I would suggest that my schadenfreude rivals that of January 20 of 2017, and then obviously that famous night in November, the the few months before it. The shrieking is absolutely, absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have a question. Is yeah. it going to get worse next week when those five brave justices say that there's absolutely no right for the EPA to regulate carbon?
1: Yeah, uh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, they're going to go. Listen, this is this is even more glorious than I could have imagined uh, to be quite as honest, Aaron. I I knew that uh, it would be a victorious day when uh, the Supreme Court rejected Roe v. Wade, and I've been saying that for years. And and that this and the ruling with regard to concealed carry, and the ruling with regard to schools, and now this coming ruling with regard to uh, carbon, uh, it is it is amazing. Um, and like you mentioned earlier, the four or five had all this forethought. I would have never had the forethought to think that all of this could happen in one week's time. And, and I think the reason, what do you think the reason is that Joe Biden uh, came out this morning talking about peaceful protests when he's not said anything about it as our cities burned, as, as uh, Trump supporters were attacked, as the White House was attacked. What do you, why do you think that Joe Biden said that this morning?
16: Because uh, I'm going to draw a couple of parallels to the historical context. Joe Biden forgets that we issued letters of marquee to warships and privateers to make sure that we could lay waste to uh, the pirates uh, as well as the evil British at the time where they were uh, blockading our ports. So he, he owns the violence of the left right now, and yes. he's forced to come out and say, uh-oh, uh, I can't give you that letter of marquee yep. to be a privateer in the way – in in the in way, physical violence in, in our society against uh, uh, public officials that obviously yep. go against our ideals. And then obviously worse, the citizenry, uh, as the citizenry is fast awakening to the fact that there were no government coming to save them. We are those Minutemen and militiamen that are here, and, and metaphorically speaking, uh, yes. that have to do the good fight right now.
1: Amen, one hundred percent. He wants to get in front, in front of the destruction, and distance him from it. Even him, him from it. Even though he and his party have fomented rage and destruction for decades, and and whipped people into a real lather with regard to a Roe v. Wade, like uh, Chuck Schumer, and now he's going to get out in front of this. Well, it's too late. It's too late, sir. You wear this like a, uh, like a uh, what is the, uh, I'm trying to, the, the, uh, the bird, the, uh, the the rhyme of the ancient mariner, the bird around, the, the uh, albatross around your neck. This is an albatross around your neck. You are already an albatross, sir, but this is an albatross around your neck. You have fomented this rage and violence. You will own it, and we ultimately will stop it. I appreciate your phone call. Let's go to Mike in, uh, uh, I think we need to go to Michelle, right? Do we need to go to Michelle? Is she next? Or do we already go to Michelle? We have Michelle. Michelle in Winchester, which, by the way, uh, not related to Winchester, Maryland, but a, uh, what was it, a bloodhound uh, won the Winchester dog show the other day? The Westminster dog show the other day? I think it was. I didn't think it was. It's kind of a big deal. Michelle, welcome to the show. What's up? I think she must have dropped off. Let's take a break. Mike, you hold on. Michelle, if you're back, we'll get you on the other side. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: As Titanic is going down. And there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's the Rob Carson Show.
7: You can be in the middle of a hurricane, or you can be on a calm day. North is still North. You could be in a thunderstorm. North is still North. People can yell at you. North is still North. It doesn't change fundamental things and in this business right is still right even if you stand by yourself
1: and what a storm we have weathered what a storm we have weathered for forty nine years and every day we wake up as uh, people who support the right of the unborn the right to be born and we weather the storm again and there are all sorts of forces working against us those who would scream at us for forcing women to have uh, there are babies and people who would scream at us who say that we're trying to take away women's rights to, to health care and those who would scream at us about a host of different issues. But ultimately, we look forward. We look toward north. We look toward the direction that is right. And this morning and this week, the clouds have begun to part. And we realized the direction we were going in was the correct one. Let's go to Michelle in Westminster. She's back. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show.
10: Good morning, good afternoon, and what a glorious,
1: glorious day. <laughs> yes, yes, it
10: is. I am, I am, my heart is happy for a I few know. reasons, the obvious, but for those who are thinking about their mostly peaceful protests that we have seen in the past, we also have a court decision with the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, decision that gives us the right to shoot back. Mm hmm.
1: So, well, we aren't, we we yeah, simply aren't going to let America's cities burn down. We aren't going to allow yeah. this temper tantrum by a bunch of thugs who uh, who use blunt uh, objects and frozen urine bottles and weeks. Uh, you're you're not honestly you can't you're not going to poke this pit bull anymore. So I would suggest both sides uh, reflect. Our side, we pray, but you would better think twice if you decide you're going to go burn down something this we're weekend. If you're up, on the um, left,
10: we don't we're not going to put up with it anymore. We're tired of it. And we're, we can't keep thinking that the government, in any sense of the word, is going to come to a conservative rescue. It isn't going to
12: happen.
1: No. Like and Michelle, and Michelle, we can't ability. depend. We we can't depend. Like if you live in New York, you've never been able to depend on uh, on law enforcement to come and protect you before uh, a crime happens or before an attack happens. You can get a restraining order. They're worthless, essentially. If somebody is bound to kill you and, and they don't care about themselves, so this is uh, this is glorious. This is all common sense. It's just yes, been. You know, we've just gone through so much mental gymnastics with regard to bad rulings that we've had to live by. It, it's The the clouds have parted, and as Clarence Thomas said, we were going in the right direction. We were going north. Uh, thank you for the phone call, Michelle. Have a blessed weekend. Uh, let's go to Mike real quick. Mike, I think it's going to be the last call of the day in, uh, in Sykesville, Maryland. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show.
7: Yeah, thank you. Great day. Thank you, sir. Uh, I want to state, Uh, firmly here that the Supreme Court should decide that the Constitution protect the life of the child from the moment of conception, because that's the point, obviously, when the child comes into existence. And that's what needs to be done.
1: Well, uh, you know, I, as I've said, um, Mike, and I think you know my situation, I was uh, adopted, my mother was raped, and um, I am grateful. It was a different time. I was born in 1965, and so abortion was much harder to, uh, to obtain. Um, my mother moved to the family farm, kind of disappeared from the family, came back and uh, resumed her life and I was put up for adoption. She went on in her life to have a child uh, with someone else and uh, and uh, I never had a chance to thank her. I want to thank her for doing it. Um, but uh, uh, I-, I had the right to live, I had the right to live. I would, I would say, and like, I, I would say, you know, with regard to something like a, a rape or a, you know an incestuous act, to uh, see the physician go to an emergency uh, room and and stop the the uh, the uh, insemination from happening. That's that's where I am on this, but I don't want to well, talk about minutia. I don't want to well, talk about. Minutia. I do
7: differ with you on that. I think okay, that's fine. That the child needs to be protected from the moment that it, it comes into the world. Uh, And there's other ways of dealing with those situations.
1: Okay, very good. And this is a conversation we will continue to have, Mike. Uh, Have a glorious weekend, my brother, and thank you for listening. Thank you. All right. uh, That's going to about do it. I'm going to take a break. We'll come back, wrap things up. Don't go anywhere.
5: I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, You have released the
1: whirlwind, and you will pay the price. There you go. There you go, Chuck Schumer. Today we will find out if your uh, sycophants decide to abide by your command and cause violence because Roe v. Wade and make no bones about it if something like that happens today the democrat party joe biden chuck schumer aoc elizabeth warren you own this you own it and you have started it and we're gonna finish it and you lose today you lost you lost we waited we prayed and you lost bad week to be a democrat great week to be a constitutionalist and someone who believes babies should be able to allow, be allowed to be born have a glorious weekend god bless you god bless your families the unborn and until monday do not catch the stupid see you then